The Swain Event Podcast is brought to you by the Tennessee Department of Transportation. There are over 100 million pieces of litter on our beautiful Tennessee roadways, and TDOT spends $19 million a year picking it up. Join the Nobody Trashes Tennessee movement at nobodytrashestennessee.com. Brought to you by the Tennessee Department of Transportation. Federal Credit Union, place where you belong, better rates and better service. Ben McKee, Jason Swain, live here from the Low T Center Studios. Live we are. If you miss any part of the show, you can go back and check out the podcast wherever you like to get your podcast from. Subscribe to podcast there on apple we will appreciate that leave a comment we will appreciate that as well but it is time for touchdown or turnover our version of true or false here on on the program 865-255-03 i'm gonna go nfl on this one man let's do it i'm gonna go let me let me boss you on some nfl talk let me go NFL a little bit here. Jarvis Landry, former SEC receiver, has been a lifer with the Cleveland Browns. Went in, recruited OBJ to come play with him. Did not work. Actually, he started his career with the with the Miami Dolphins. Mm-hmm. And then he's traded to the to the Browns. He has had some words about. Wanting to be with Cleveland, but open to going somewhere else. Being for a championship. Touchdown turnover. Is Jarvis Landry a Cleveland Brown this upcoming season in the NFL? Touchdown turnover. Man, that is a, a great question. Because I can see either outcome. When he put out his statement the other day, it, it was much different than the OBJ situation. Odell wanted out. Jarvis was open to coming back and, and kind of put the ball in Cleveland's court. Yeah, he don't have he, he doesn't have any more guaranteed money left on his contract. Uh, his yards last year didn't even come close to a thousand. It's like more like five hundred range. And um, there's talk about possibly the Browns just cutting him all together, saving that cap space, uh, or they can you know restructure it and him come back with the Cleveland Browns. So. Uh, just want to add that in there as well. Uh, certainly key information. I, I'll say he doesn't come back, uh, and I, I think it's a Browns decision. He's also been banged up quite a bit recently, and I, I think Jarvis Landry is a, a terrific receiver. I've always liked him, kind of liked his attitude. And growing up, loving Heinz Ward, and Heinz Ward being one of my favorite players growing up, I, I always have – a great appreciation for slot receivers uh, or, or guys who, who just love to go over the middle of the field and, and make the tough catches, the Anquan Boltons mm-hmm. of the world. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I prefer those type of receivers, and that's why I like Juju Smith-Schuster a lot because he's kind of morphed into that. Uh, the the last two years when he hasn't been hurt, he, he has not been afraid to go over the middle and, and get the tough yards for the Steelers. In, in third and short situations or, or whatnot. And Jarvis Landry is kind of that mold of receiver as well, especially at this stage in his career. Um, so I've always appreciated Jarvis Landry, but he, he hasn't he hasn't stayed healthy of late, man. He hasn't. And I, I think the Browns will move on from that. He, he's going to command a good bit of money. The production ha- has not necessarily matched – the the money because he has been banked up so I'll say turnover I, I think uh, Jarvis moves on from I, the Browns yeah I go turnover too I agree with you I think he is with a new team next year eight six five two hundred fifty five oh three um Scott Wobb I'm not I'm not aware of that one. Not aware of that one. Scott Wyatt named a particular player that wasn't a fan of, of Burns, Cody Burns. I'm not aware of that one. 
not just see a tweet from Hype saying he would just coach them himself. Sarcasm, I'm hoping. He could certainly do it if he wanted to, but he, he's not going to do that. You're, you're not going to see a head coach do that. Is it a fake Josh Heupel account or a real Josh Heupel account? Because the last tweet from Josh Heupel was February the 20th before Cody Burns left. And then the tweet before that was February the 16th, congratulating the high flyers of the week. So, Evil must have got hit with a fake account. Come on, Evil. We need better Twitter discipline. I discipline, Evil. I discipline. <laughs> Z. Hamilton says, hire Billy Baker. He turned Spencer James around. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Are they not... In college by now? Is Spencer James not in college by now? Netflix show All-American? I never watched All-American. That one episode? Is that the one that featured... That was the the one that featured Spencer Rattler? Or or mm-hmm. is it... What was that one? QB1? Mm-hmm. Okay. All-American is the made-up show that you were making fun of the routes that they were running. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you kind of turned me off from it, so I never watched it. Dang, I'm sorry, All-American. Was it a good show outside of the yeah. fake? Yeah, it's, yeah, 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 it's good. You're not it's pulling good. my leg, are you? No, I'm not. I mean, I've watched, smirking over there. I've watched, I've watched every uh, every episode, every season. Well, you know what I've been watching this week? What's that? Totally off topic, but you, you'll appreciate it. Ozark. Oh, latest yeah. season of Ozark. You watched, you watched uh, the last seven episodes? Crushed the latest? Crushed them. Yeah, the wife and I have been trying to get them in but between her working this week. The final episodes drop uh, at the end of April. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. For the – are they, they're not discontinuing the show, are they? This is, this is the last Last, the last, 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 last? Really? Yeah, yeah the I missed that. I mean, it's time. I mean, my goodness. Yeah, but it's only the fourth season. They could have gotten another two or three seasons out of it. I mean, how far can you go with with Marty Bird? He got to go back to Chicago. Marty Bird. Marty Bird, sorry. He got to get back to Chicago and live a real normal life. Please. The cartel is 1,000% going to off him. But anyways. I'm only three or four episodes in, but that's what I've been watching. I know you you love you some Ruth. Some uh, Ruth Langmore. She crazy. She crazy. And everybody hates old, old Wendy Bird. When 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 he gets it in though, but yeah, I've watched all the episodes of Ozark. I'm waiting on the last couple of episodes, the last season. Are you so. gonna get into uh, the new Fresh Prince of Bel Air show? I don't it's know. gonna be much different than than the original. I don't know, man. I don't I, know. I, you know, when I get to watching something, man, like I'm locked in. The kids, oh, I'm hungry. Shut up. I'm watching Ozark in here. Be quiet. Let me know when there's a real emergency. Go get some crackers or something. Go get eat some cereal. Daddy's watching Ozark. That's me when I start binge watching. So, I don't know, man. Today's a big day for me. I know that much. A new Law & Order comes out today. Uh, an original Law & Order or a remake of the Law & Order. Law & Order Thursdays, baby. We get three Law & Orders. Three different ones. Regular Law and Order, Law and Order SVU, and Law and Order Criminal Intent. Don't you just love Thursdays? John Moran's back in action. The Lady Vols are going to try not to lose another game. It's going to be a good Thursday. They shouldn't lose tonight, man. Mississippi State's 11 and, I mean, 15 and 11. And yeah. it's at home, man. It's okay. at home. Okay. It's at home. Tell me what Auburn's record was. It, uh, that's why I said Florida's, at home. And Alabama's? Florida's an away game. Alabama was an away I game. I don't Auburn care. Auburn was an away game. Missouri was an away game for the men's team on Tuesday. Should they would, – would, would it have been okay for them to lose since he was on the road and it no, wasn't home? No, but Lady Vols play better at home, obviously, and their disappointing losses have been on, on the road. They play at home. Look, if, if, if they want to mess around, it's all good because I'll have Ja on the main TV and then I'll have Law & Order ready to go after that and I can fast forward through the commercials. That's how I know I'm getting old is when I look forward to being able to fast forward through the commercials. Or maybe that's just me being smart. Being efficient with my TV watching. I guess so. I mean, don't you get excited to, to okay, I, I can start this show 15, 20 minutes late, and that means I can fast forward through the commercials? You don't ever have that thought in your head? Nope. I guess I'm just a, a more efficient TV watcher than you. I guess so, man. 
No, I, I guess I guess you are. I'm looking at, I'm looking at this text box. Uh Camden, Tennessee Evol says, try Mayshack if Josiah Jordan James gets in foul trouble against Jabari Smith on Saturday. I don't know what Tennessee gonna do. Yeah, Swain and I kind of view this a little bit differently. I I would not even mess with Folky on Jabari Smith. I, I just think that has disaster written all over. And and not that Tennessee has a a great plan <laughs> that they can go to. So they please don't, keep that in mind. No one has a great plan. No, no one has a personnel. He's a freak. Jabari Smith is a freak, which is why he may be the, the number one overall pick in the draft. He should be the number one overall pick. Yeah, I, I do personally like him more than Chet Holmgren and Paulo Boncaro. I would go Paulo after Jabari. My top three would be Jabari, Paulo, Chet. Would you agree with that? Mm-hmm. But uh, if Josiah is obviously going to get the, the first crack at it. I would should. assume he should. But instead of going Folky, I, I would go VJ or even Jemai before I tried Folky. I, I just think their energy can kind of make up for what Folky's going to give you. I haven't seen Jabari draw the ball all the way to the basket. Like, I've seen him, you know, play in the mid post, play at the elbow, you know, elevate, shoot the ball over defenders. Like, I haven't seen him drive the ball all the way to the cup. So that's why I'm saying, you know, it's not like Auburn's going to go 1-4 if Folky guards Jabari Smith and, and Jabari's going to take him off the dribble and go straight to the basket. Uh, I mentioned Folky because of his length and getting a hand in his face. When Jabari does, and he will, do the, the fadeaway from the elbow and from the mid post. And Jabari, if he has a small defender on him at three-point line, he don't care if he's guarded. He's going to rise up over you and shoot it anyways because he can see over a small defender. With Fulke, he won't be able to do that. So that's why I was leaning towards Fulke being the second defender if Josiah gets, gets injured because I, I just don't see – Jabari taking it all the way to the cup. That's all. I'll but, ask uh, Rick what his plan is when he meets with the media tomorrow. Yeah, hey, like, Rick, so how are you going to defend Jabari? We're going to go no, 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 boxing that, one. What he's going to say is we're going to pray. That's it. We, we're we all going to have a service about an hour before the game and, and just pray for about 15 minutes, if not longer. Vosstorm says, "Blank your hunger. I'm trying to watch Marty launder this money. That's right. That's what I tell my kids. Talking about they hungry. I'm trying to watch Ozark. Ruth has lost her mind. I'm trying to see what Ruth's about to do. She's crazy." Clint says, "Ozark is, is going to be crazy at the end. I say Ruth is the sole survivor. Evil says the best power couple ever. Wendy and, and Marty." Wendy's the most annoying TV character. Wendy? Yes. She's so annoying. I can't stand her. I like I like her. Of course you do. Uh, the Real D from the 423 says, new season started this past Monday, Swain. He's going off to college now, talking about uh, All-American. Oh, I guess I got to watch it. What's it called? All-American Homecoming? I think I've been seeing some, uh, some advertisements for that. I guess I have to watch it at some point. Ball fan says Jabari's a shooter. Folky isn't used to guarding shooters. JJJ is the best option. Folky guarding Jabari would force Folky to completely change the way he is used to defending. You can't ask someone that has been guarding one way for five million games to suddenly change the way they defend. Well, if you put you put a small defender on Jabari Smith, all you gonna, it's going to be like him shooting wide open shots. Be honest, there's no way a six-three player can guard Jabari Smith. It ain't happening. He's just gonna jump over you and shoot it. It'd be like shooting in the gym when no one's there. So I don't know what Rick's gonna do, but I do like your suggestion, Ben, which is to pray about. It. Yeah, I, I mean, I, look, there's no perfect matchup. I mean, VJ being six-four guarding Jabari Smith is is not ideal. Six-four. That's what his UT bio says, so I'm sure he's 6'3", 6'2", probably. I just, I feel better about kind of his tenacity and his effort giving it a crack at Jabari Smith more so than I do about 
of Folky and his lack of athleticism. I mean, I understand. Folky is athletic, though. You don't want to say anything, Ben? Mm-mm. <laughs> 865-255-03. Brad Vall says, uh, we all know that Chandler is leaving, but we do have BJ Edwards coming in next year. What's the expectations with him? Start day one, or should we not expect much from him right away? Also, what kind of player are we getting with him? I don't expect him to start right, right away. Unless unless I hear something different in preseason camp. But I I don't I don't I don't see that. Starting day one? No. No, Sky will be starting point guard next year. And and, and if BJ Edwards is who we think he is, he'll be the backup. Kind of like Zakai going into the season. Yep. And uh, he'll contribute. We'll just see how much he contributes. VFL 16 says, can we try and send BHH at Kessler and get him in early foul trouble? Or is that too big of an ass of a freshman? Maybe this could be the game. BHH puts it all together. Well, for um, Hatfield, Falling away from the basket is not going to get you any calls. He's going to have to go at Walker Kessler, get into his body, and Kessler is really, really good about not letting you do that to block your shots. So the best-case scenario is to get Walker Kessler some early foul trouble. And the man for really the good job not that is who rush. What'd you say? The man for that job is Urosh. We need Urosh to get into a fight with Walker Kessler. Get him ejected. I like early foul trouble. I like that idea better. You you you, you know our team's not built for that type of activity, Ben. Urosh is. I didn't say our team. I said Urosh. He's the only person. He is not the only person. It's built. It's built like that. Kennedy would give two pieces in a biscuit. He's from Memphis, Maine. That is true. You tell me Zakai wouldn't? Oh, yeah, that's right. Zakai would. Santi. Nibble on some ankles. <laughs> You're wrong. You're wrong for that. I'm just joking. <laughs> no, you're not. You're wrong for that. I'm just joking. Tell me, Santi. Santi's got a little mean streak to him. I saw him in Vanderbilt game. I thought he was going to give Sky Pippen a business. I think Hanji. Tamba would come out of nowhere and just karate kick somebody. Yeah. <laughs> well, I haven't played all year. Here's nothing. You know, Rick is not allowing that. But see, that's we need Uros to, to, to start a dust up. Maybe get a technical on Walker, get him frustrated, and, and then Jonas creates his second foul. Kessel looks he, he always looks in control and happy. Well, we need to piss him off. He hasn't dealt with anybody like Urosh all year. And now, that's a fact. Cardwell, like, he, he he's going to get a technical. Yes. I, <laughs> Number I just 44, he's going to get a technical. Yes. KD Johnson is annoying. Everybody knows who KD Johnson is. I can tell you right now, ball fans will be annoyed by Dylan Cardwell. Yeah. Number 44, he comes off the bench. Since he recruited him. He is he is tough as Dells. Uh, he's aggressive, and he brings the energy. And if he dunks, like, he's going to let you know about it. He feeds off the other fan bases, crowds, you know, getting at him at the games. You're going to hate him. You're going to hate him. But he loves it, though. He loves it. He is Auburn's guy. He is Auburn's Uros. He just does a lot more during the game on the court. <sighs> Brandon says, just laughed out loud. I'm in my car by myself. Biting some ankles. <laughs> oh, man. Zakao is about it. You saw him, you saw him in that Kentucky game. He pushed, he pushed the coach. Get out of the way, coach. He's ready to go. Uh, of all fences, I hope BJ Edwards can contribute early because I really like the two-point guard lineup on the court at the same time. Yeah. Next year, hopefully, Viscovi comes back. 
and um, you get that two guard lot up with uh, Vescovy and um, Zakai Ziegler. I don't think BJ Edwards will be a starter. I would be very surprised. Yeah, very very surprised. Eight six five two hundred fifty five oh three. Y'all funny on this text box. Really funny. Other McKee says being the most annoying character was Skylar from Breaking Bad. Sorry, I tried to watch Breaking Bad. I can't. I couldn't do it. Breaking Bad is a terrific show. I couldn't. I I couldn't do it. The first episode didn't. It didn't. It didn't. It didn't. It didn't grab me. It didn't grab me. Maybe it was just. Maybe it's me because I hear gotta, everybody talking about it. Got to give it a couple episodes and then it really picks up. Okay, well that's probably why. Eight six five two hundred fifty five zero three. Hour two is brought to you by Action Two Four Seven. Tennessee's only legal sports book uses Swain Event as a promo code, and you get 100% match on your first deposit up to $800. Stay with us. Be right back. Just because you can't call in doesn't mean that you have to sit on the sideline. Impact the show with a text box. It's part of the free Swain Event app. Top 100 Barbecue Restaurant Dead End Barbecue is a no-brainer when you are craving the smoky flavor of quality Q. Dead End makes it easy to enjoy their fantastic menu with online ordering from Chow Now for pickup. Or if you don't feel like leaving the house, then have Dead End Barbecue delivered right to your door by Loco Knoxville or Bite Squad. Cheer on your favorite team with the best barbecue around. Check them out online at deadendbbq.com. Dead End Barbecue. The search is over. Fellas, when it's time to freshen up that wardrobe, there's only one play to make, and that's to go see my friends at Mark Nelson Denim in downtown Knoxville. Find the latest in small batch denim in the heart of Knoxville. Denim isn't all they do, though. Mark Nelson also does custom suiting and blazers. Let your personal style shine with Mark Nelson. If you don't have time to go shopping for yourself, but still want that fresh look, then sign up for the NN Society. Let the experts handle the shopping and get $300 worth of merchandise for just $150 every other month. That's six times per year to keep you looking styling every day. Let Mark Nelson Denim help you be the best you. Because when you look good, you feel good. Go to Mark Nelson Denim. JC's Tree and Landscaping Service specializes in quality tree work done at an affordable price. Trimming and removing trees are their specialty. They also offer other services like land clearing, stump grinding, crane services, and all of your basic landscaping needs for both commercial and residential. JC's will give you a free estimate and beat any written quote by a competitor to guarantee that you get the lowest price around. Don't risk your land with a fly-by-night service. JC's Tree and Landscaping is licensed and insured. Give them a call at 865-599-3799. Out-of-town law firms have been swarming into East Tennessee lately. Firms from Memphis, Chattanooga, and Birmingham have stormed into the area. Wouldn't you rather do business with a local law firm? You know, a true neighbor. Marcos Garza and the pros at the Garza Law Firm are just that. They are our neighbors and friends that support local causes year-round. The Garza Law Firm works to serve you professionally on criminal matters, injuries and accident matters, and Social Security and disability filings. The Garza Law Firm is here for you at GarzaLaw.com. The Garza Law Firm, let us help. I just wanted to come by and congratulate you on the great work you've been doing. I like your style. You remind me of a young me. Failure is not an option. That boy is good. Don't remind yourself. Nobody built like you. You design yourself. Attaboy. Attaboy is brought to you by Made in Tennessee Business Fiber Internet from Iris Networks. Find business solutions for you at irisnetworksusa.com. Here on the program, we highlight good stories and positivity. Out of boys brought to you by Irish Networks, business, fiber, internet, and voice, irishnetworksusa.com. And uh, Ben, you have today's Attaboy. Where are you going? 
I'm going to down to Chattanooga, down to the Nooga for today's Attaboy. I'm giving UTC basketball an Attaboy because last night they beat ETSU 83-77 to to claim the regular season Southern Conference Championship. UTC under Lamont Paris, who is a tremendous coach, are the SoCon regular season champs. Sophomore Grant Ledford scored a career-high 25 points and knocked down seven three-pointers to help lift the mocks to its second Southern Conference regular season title since 1994 behind an 83-77 road victory over rival ETSU on Wednesday night inside Freedom Hall. Following the win, UTC improves to 23-7 overall and 13-4 in league play. The Mocs secured the number one overall seed in the SOCON tournament and earned an automatic berth into the NIT. With Furman's loss at Sanford on Wednesday, UTC is outright champs. So, big ups to UTC and Lamont Paris, UTC's uh, head basketball coach. That's a good one, man. That's a good one. I saw where uh, listener Sean Reed was at the game. He's a big ETSU guy. And was at the game and uh, they took that. They took that L. ETSU. Yeah, poor Desmond Oliver. Poor took, Desmond Oliver. Took that L. ETSU now. Where was it? Fourteen and six on the season and six and eleven in conference play. Six and eleven. Mm-hmm. It's year one of Des. A lot of people coming and going there at ETSU. But happy for, for UTC. Me and my buddies, my buddy Blake, Rob, and Seth, big-time college basketball fans. So we, we have, and I've shared this before on the show, but we've kind of jokingly adopted some mid-major teams to to pull for and, and, and follow. And uh, we've been keeping up with UTC and ETSU. I, I jokingly adopted Murray State because Murray – Kentucky is like 10 minutes from my uh, grandparents in Paris Landing, Tennessee, 10, 15 minutes, 20 minutes, right across the uh, the border. Murray State balling the best mid-major team in basketball this year. Probably going to earn an uh, – they, they're probably not even going to have to earn an automatic bid by winning their tournament, the OVC, because they've been so good this year. And, of course, the, the GOAT, John Morant, went there. So, go Murray State. Go, go Racers. Go Mox. Go Bucks. John Brandt is the GOAT of Murray State. He is the GOAT of Murray State. There, there's no doubt about it. No doubt about it. What are you going to say when John leads the Grizzlies to a world championship this year? Oh, so, I'll be happy. I'll be happy for you. I might cry. You're not going to make me um, out to be somebody that, that doesn't like John Brandt of the Grizzlies. I like John Morant. I do. I like him just like I like Mike Tomlin. I ain't like you, I know how you media folks do it. Can't trust y'all. I'm y'all, be a, twisting the, y'all be twisting the truth. I'm not a media folk. I'm a sports fan who likes to talk and write about sports. Yeah. You're a media. I'm a sports fan who likes to talk and write about sports. Whatever, whatever makes, you, makes you feel better. Most media fans don't actually like the sport that they cover. You said that like a time or two. You care to uh, point out who you're talking about in particular? Yeah, all somebody has to do is DM me, and I'll tell them. All right, I'm going to DM you right now. Actually, I won't do that because folks screenshot it. Austin Price. I'm kidding. Austin loves golf. (laughs) 865-255-03. Speaking of Austin Price, he mentioned a couple names connected to the Tennessee receiver coach. Uh, opening, Grant Hurd, Andre Coleman, Grant Hurd. You'll look at his all-time players that he's brought in. Laquan Treadwell, Ole Miss, and Demarcus Lodge for Ole Miss. Van Jefferson, D.K. Metcalf. Did a really good job recruiting ways at Ole Miss. Really good job. Receivers did a pretty good job, too. That offense, those receivers in the offense remind me a little bit of receivers in our offense. So, 
I, I could understand the tie right there as well. And then uh, Andre Coleman, who when you look at his his resume, is not not as good as as, as Grant Hurd's. Not as good. Uh, but those are the names that were tossed out there uh, recently by by Austin Austin Price. Andre Coleman was receiver coach at Texas last year for one year. Before then, in 2019, he was an analyst. In 18, he was the receiver coach and OC at Kansas State. He was at Kansas State from 2013 to 2018. So, he played in the league for your Pittsburgh Steelers. Oh, he's last hired year. on the spot just for that. Last year in the league. Played with the Chargers, played with the Seahawks. Played from 94 to, to 98 in the league. So, he beat the three years in three-game average for an NFL player. He beat that. Played four. So, he has the NFL experience. But it's about recruiting and it's about development. That's the most important thing for our receivers. Our young receivers have to be developed. They disappeared after the Florida game. Mm-hmm. Did not see improvement from the young players. They got to take a step, a huge step forward this spring, and they got to be coached the right way to take that big step. They got some freshmen coming in. Um, Cedric Tillman is going to have trouble duplicating what he did last year if he doesn't have help on the other side. They got Ramel Keaton. You're the worst. You are literally also, the worst. how could you forget about Jalen's touchdown in the bowl game? I didn't forget about it. It was one touchdown. He should have had more for the season. Great improvement. Barely scored during the regular season. Scored in the postseason. Stock going up, baby. Jalen knows what he needs to do. Tennessee offense, the coaches know what he needs to do, which is more this year than it was last year. And I know he's working to get that done as well as everybody else on the team. So, stop playing with me, Ben. You ain't slick. No, you instigate. You, you need to start being fair. That's what needs to happen. Don't put the blame on me. You need to start recognizing facts. What's the fact? That Jalen was better in the postseason than he was in the regular season. Well, yeah. So that's growth. He got better. He called, he called touchdown. That's good. Awesome. And I got awesome video of it. You do. And you can see me on the TV broadcast. But he, back w- and, but he went watch. from being a number one, number two receiver to being the number three, number four receiver, even at the end of the season. Oh, so, I don't remember that part. Oh, uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I don't remember that part. Yeah. That yeah. happened? I remember that part. So this year it's about him being number one, number two receiver. That's what it's about. Not just getting in, catching a touchdown. Um, when you're a third or fourth receiver off the bench. It's is with the game it. on the line. It's about doing it Tied the, the game time. to send it to overtime. i tell you, man, he, he, he got better. He got better. No, I'm picking at you. I'm picking at you. Last season was, was a disappointing season for Jalen Hyatt just because of how much potential he has. How much potential he has. He, he could be a a top three-round receiver if you wanted to, if not higher. Well, honestly, the, and this is nothing I wouldn't tell Jalen myself, the potential really looks, really is pointing to his speed. Like, he's fast. Yeah, but in and today's day of football, I mean, that's that's huge. I mean, you see guys he's like. Track, he's track fast. He, he he has to be football fast. He has to be football fast. There is a difference, yes. But he's a, he strikes fast. So he has to track. Transform, excuse me, transfer that speed to the football field and play fast. Because if you line up Baylor Jones and you line up Jalen Hyatt in a foot race, Hyatt should win. But no one played faster than Baylor Jones on offense last year. No one played faster. But if you go look at this combine, you go look at the pro day numbers, he's not going to run a four, three flat like a Hyatt has been. Um, documented running. So it's about playing fast. And you play fast when you're confident, 
when you put in that work in the weight room, when you put that work on the field with your routes and catching the, catching the football, Hyatt is figuring it out. He got a chance to, to see Cedric Tillman and Valus Jones eat because that's what they did in the offseason. So Hyatt will be okay. But the potential is because of the speed. Yes, but, I mean, that that is what NFL teams are craving right now. Everybody's crazy. Yeah, everybody, everybody wants speed now. I mean, you 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 saw the Bengals Bingle, uh, a couple years back. What what receivers did they draft out of Washington? That was like broke the combine record or for for the forty or whatever, and then it just didn't pan out. Oh, um, Ross, Jonathan yeah. Ross went to the Bengals. Yeah, he yeah. ran a four. He ran a four two. He went to uh, Washington. And he yes. couldn't stay healthy. Yes, but his speed is what got him drafted yeah i mean that'll get you that'll get you drafted and it then, won't then it won't keep you in there if you don't do do what you need to do correct um but you know the speed will give you an opportunity to run a really really you know fast time well it's kind of like steph curry and how he has changed the game tyreek hill has changed the game and these nfl teams see just how big of a, a difference tyreek hill's speed makes and, and teams are trying to replicate that with, good luck. With, uh, 1,000% good luck. I don't, I don't but, see nobody like Tyree Hill. Yeah, I, I understand that, that he is faster than everybody, but there, there's still other very fast receivers that teams have, have tried to, to fit into that Tyree Hill mold, the guy that we just talked about from Washington. Uh, Henry Ruggs III was supposed to be that as well, and – I'm not sitting here at all saying Jalen Hyde is Tyreek Hill or going to be Tyreek Hill, but he has a similar skill set in terms of just the pure speed that NFL teams are craving right now, and there's no reason he should not end up being a a top three-round pick. If he isn't, then, I mean, it's almost a waste of talent. If he if he isn't, then it's, it's on him. It's simple, it's simple as that. You, get a, you got a guy like Josh Palmer. Drafted in the first three rounds. I mean, there's no reason why he shouldn't be. I mean, you're right. You're right. Can't teach speed. And everybody's craving speed. High school coaches craving speed. College coaches are craving speed. Pro coaches are craving speed. And there's some organizations that value it more than than other things, like the Raiders organization. They have been known, uh, notoriously known, for drafting just fast receivers. They did that. Um Al Davis was alive. They went out and got, I want to say, got a uh, receiver from Maryland that was super, super fast, but didn't really pan out. They've always drafted fast receivers. Um, but you got to play fast. It's about playing fast, and it's about making difficult catches and creating separation, and Jalen's going to to work to do those things. He's going to do it, which is why this, this, this coach that we're going to hire is so important. So important. Because we have talented receivers who are young, they just need to be pointed in the right direction by an experienced receiver coach. That's 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 it. Hopefully Hype can find it because they they need it. Talked about it earlier. The the young guys have to be ready to play by the time the season rolls around if this offense is is going to duplicate its success from last season because Cedric Tillman can't do it on his own, as you mentioned a moment ago, and Tennessee will add a transfer receiver at some point. I would be stunned if they don't, but it, it can't just be Cedric Tillman and transfer receiver either. Two guys can't cut it. I mean, it, it's got to be there, – there's got to be a third, fourth, and fifth guy. There, there just has to be, and I, I kind of feel weird – calling Jalen Hyatt and Jimmy Callaway young guys at this point because they're now juniors, but mentally they still are young. And, and they need they, they they need somebody that is really going to, to to help them grow off the field as much as they're going to help them grow on the field. Because I, I feel like they have to check that box away from the practice field before they can truly grow on the practice field, if that makes sense. So th- this coach has to – I mean – for this individual season, it's as important as as him being a good recruiter. Long-term, recruiting is a priority. But for this individual upcoming season, 
being able to relate to to these young receivers and, and having them ready to play by the start of the season is just as important, if not more important, than than the recruiting aspect. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Cam has a good one here on the text box. Uh, says that he he's concerned about Jalen Hyatt. Doesn't seem like he is fully committed to reaching his potential. He physically looks now like uh, like he did the day he walked in, uh, on campus. He's just not big. And strong enough, Austin Price continues to mention this, and I agree. He just can't play at a high SEC level at his current size and strength level. Also, how many balls did he drop last year? Just not convinced he's the answer and that he's committed enough to doing what he needs to do. And, Ken, that's that's a fair that's a fair criticism of uh, the first two years watching Jalen Hyatt play. It's fair. That's fair. I think um, – Hyatt is closer to his ideal weight of what the, of the coach what the coaches want him at. He's closer to that. Um, I've heard a increased dedication to the weight room and making sure that he gets the juice out of every squeeze possible when he puts in work on a daily basis. So I'm hearing good things, good reports from about Jalen Hyatt so far, but. It has to continue. It has to carry over to the spring and then spring from the summer and then summer to the fall. But, Ken, you're not wrong in saying what you said about Jalen Hyatt when you look at his first two years. Now, if Hyatt is working his tail off right now, which I've heard he is, Ken is not going to know that. Ken is going, going off based on what he's seen the first two years on the field. And he did have some bad drops. He did play a little soft. Uh, does need to get stronger. Does need to get more confident. And you get more confident by the work you put in, you know, in the offseason and during the season. So, yeah, I think Hyde knows what he needs to do. He knows. Hopefully he can can tap into that potential because, man, he, he can be one of the most electrifying football players in the entire country. Could. If, mm-hmm. if he can – can can tap into that potential. That, that's why this game is. That's why this game is 90% mental. It's 90% mental. You can be blessed with all kind of talent in the world, and this just doesn't just apply to Hyatt. But like, it's why this game is mental. Being able to lock in each and every day with a goal in mind and go achieve that goal. And not let distractions get in the way of females or or what you think is important. The only thing that's important is you getting better every single day. Mm-hmm. That's the only thing that's important. And um, I think Hyatt understands that, especially after the season that Tillman had. Well, and I also kind of think last year was a reality check for, for Jalen as as well. Heck yeah. Uh, it will I, be for I, me. I, I, yeah, it should be. I mean, something's wrong if if it wasn't. Again, I mean, he's a guy that should be one of the most electric players in the SEC. Going into his junior season, he should be talked about outside of Knoxville as one of the best returning players in the SEC. That that's where he should be. But this past season was was disappointing and, and that's not going to be the case. I mean, he he'll probably get mentioned by by media members outside of the SEC as as somebody who has the potential to have a, a breakout season or or as somebody who has the skill set to be one of the most dynamic and game changing players in the in the league, but he should already be there. Is my point. He yeah. should already be there, and so and and he had that expectation for himself going into the year. So there, there's there's no reason that this past year shouldn't have been a reality check. And it's okay. It, it clicks for, for for guys at different points. It, he got plenty of time. He, yes. Yeah, I mean, if he wants to achieve what, what he wants to achieve as a, for a career, he has time. But the time is now for him to contribute to this team because this team is going to need him. And that's why it's important to have the right person coaching him to tell him the truth about your speed. Your speed alone is not enough. It was enough at Dutch Fort in high school, but your speed alone 
is not good enough in this conference. This is this is big boy league. Just running fast is not enough. You got to be able to stop, start, physically get off press, physically keep dudes from knocking you off balance while you running your route because they're gonna hand check you and push you. Speed is not enough. So the right coach need to tell him that, and the people around him need to let him know like. That man, speed alone is not going to get it because it hasn't gotten it for the first two years here at Tennessee. It does in high school, not in college. Yeah, so uh, every coach wants it, but when they get it, there's more to a receiver than just speed. Mm-hmm. You rarely run in a straight line as a football player anyways, and you rarely run straight line routes as a wide receiver unless you play an offense where all they do is run verticals. But most of your routes are going to be different routes. Got to be able to stop and start. So, um, great challenge ahead for him. I know he's working his tail off right now. I've heard good reports so far about what Jalen Hyatt is doing. He is putting on weight. He is getting stronger. He just has to maintain and continue. And then when it comes time, be be someone that you can just tell made significant gains and gotten better. So, he's counted on. We wouldn't be talking about him if it didn't matter. We wouldn't be talking to, about him. And Ben keep trying to bring up dudes that shouldn't be playing a lot next year. Well, but Jalen Hyatt should be playing next year and should be counted on. Blame the coaching staff for not having somebody ready to go over Mel Keaton. I guess. 865-255-03. Yeah, Ken, 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 good point. Good, good, good fair point right there. Alex says, Hyatt can do it. Needs to add 20 pounds. 300 grams of protein, carbs, keep the speed and mobility. Got to go walk through it. The door's open. He can play. All right, Alex. You kind of hyped us up a little bit with that one. Riley Ball says, who else needs to step up wide out for us? Well, I think all the, the young guys that played earlier, Last season, need to step up. Walker Merrill needs to take a step forward. Um, you know, obviously we mentioned Jenna High needs to take a step forward. Um, Callaway, Jimmy Callaway needs to take a step forward. He's the one that I'm circling. We, we, we're sitting here having a, a long dialogue about Jalen Hyatt and, and what he needs to do better. Jimmy Callaway is is in that same conversation, mm-hmm. if, if not more so. He, he, he has the tools to be a really good receiver in this league as well. But last season, he allowed himself to get in his own way. And it's mental, man. Yeah. It's mental. He, he is. He, I mean, even kind of since we've, we've turned the page to this upcoming season, it, it's been Jalen Hyatt, Jalen Hyatt, Jalen Hyatt, Jalen Hyatt, Jalen Hyatt. But Jimmy Calloway is in that same conversation, if, if not even more so than Jalen Hyatt. There's no reason Jimmy Callaway should not be successful at this level. And and this is a big offseason for him as well. It really is. So if 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 this new receivers coach, if, if Josh Heibel, Alex Golish, if if they can find a way to, to get the best out of Callaway, the best out of Hyatt going into the fall, and you pair that with Cedric Tillman a potential all-american receiver and then you'll also add a, a transfer receiver i mean this offense looks totally different and not only does it look totally different in a positive way it also takes the pressure off of guys like caleb webb and squirrel white jazz nimrod cam miller it takes pressure off of those freshmen they don't have to come in and heavily contribute they can contribute here and there which should be the case any year I mean, your your freshmen, unless they're Derek Rogers or, or Justin Hunter, I mean, they they shouldn't be asked to to carry the load unless they just are, are that good. Which I, I don't I don't think any of Tennessee's freshmen will be Derek Rogers freshmen or, or Justin Hunter freshman type of good. Uh, yeah, I mean, th- those guys are NFL receivers. Yeah, Caleb, I heard good things about Caleb Webb. Yes, you know, eventually being a pro guy that he has pro written all over him. But you know, how early will he? be counted on how early would he go out there and contribute make plays square white the same thing 
can be asked, uh, can be said about him. You know, eventually he's going to be a stud, but coming in at one fifty five, soaking wet. Got to gain weight. Yeah, got to gain weight. And um, I've heard really good things about Cam Miller as well. The question is, will he stick at receiver? Uh, he could potentially move to running back, but he he's simply going to be a good football player for Tennessee, kind of like Jawan Jennings. Not not saying he's going to have the same career as Jawan Jennings, but Jawan Jennings was just a really really good football player. Yeah, and yeah, there's he, a time where his you know there's a time where you didn't really know what position he was going to play. Right, and he turned out to be a really really good college football receiver. But I promise you, if you had put Jawan at safety, he would have had just as good of a career because mm-hmm. he's a good football player. Yep. I mean, you could play Cam on defense if, if you wanted to. He's athletic and, and has the size to do so. I, I do think that he sticks on the offensive side of the ball at receiver or or at running back maybe one day. But he's just going to be a really good football player. Uh, and, and he may be the most ready to contribute uh, just from a, a physicality standpoint and reliability standpoint the the staff feels really good about Chaz Nimrod I don't have a strong opinion on him one way or the other I just haven't really heard much about him or or really seen a lot of him Uh, the only thing that I've really heard is just that the coaching staff does really like him so uh, we'll we'll see what happens there but like it, it was unfair for Kyle Alexander to be thrown into the fire as a true freshman. It, it was unfair for, for Josh Palmer to be thrown in the fire as as young as he was when he was thrown into the fire as a true freshman. And that that's why you need Jalen Hyatt and Jimmy Calloway to step up and, and be able to to really make something shake with, with, with Cedric Tillman and, and whoever the transfer receiver is so that these young receivers, they can contribute, but they don't have to. It takes a whole lot of pressure off of them. It does. Hour three is uh, coming up around the corner, 865-255-03. Was it Callaway or Holiday who scored the big one versus Pitt? That was Callaway. That was Callaway. The screen, quick screen, or I guess you can call it a screen, but pop pass, quick screen, whatever, and um, – Got one block from, I think it was, I think it was Jacob Warren on the outside. Until been some somebody on the outside, and uh, Callaway made one guy miss and was off off to the races. Ball in D Town says height is only ten pounds less than Waddle, who is in the NFL. Shrug, uh, shrug emotion. Okay. What's the height difference? What would that be? Yeah, Jalen Waldo's five ten. Jalen Hyatt, isn't he over six foot? Uh, I think I think Hyatt's right at six foot. Yeah, and Waldo can stop and start. He is quick and fast. Quick and fast. There's 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 a huge difference. Huge difference. But yeah, that one eighty range is where. 185 is that range I think Hyatt probably wants to be at. Be right back.